all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. I hope you're doing well. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today's the 1st of April and day 8 of the lockdown. India reported 146 new COVID-19 infections yesterday, taking the total number of confirmed cases to just shy of 1400. The count includes 124 people who've been cured or discharged and 35 who died on account of the respiratory illness. Internationally, the virus continues to spread. Anthony Fauci who is the US government's top infectious disease expert said on CNN that he's starting to see glimmers that social distancing may be slowing the spread of the pathogen though he warned that the situation remains very dangerous this at a time when New York state reported a 9300 increase in coronavirus cases yesterday to 76000 surging past China's Hubei province where the virus began Meanwhile, Spain had its deadliest day yet, while Italy's new infections came in at a two-week low. Let's now turn to the major news from back home. The Indian government will raise 4.88 lakh crore rupees through gross market borrowings in the first 6 months of the financial year that starts today. The borrowing from April to September, which includes repayment of past loans, will be 62.56% of the total gross borrowing for the new financial year. That's according to Economic Affairs Secretary Atanu Chakraborty. And that compares with 62.25% last year. And speaking about borrowing, the Reserve Bank of India has raised the limit for short-term credit that the government can borrow from the central bank. The limits for this credit facility which is known as ways and means advances has been raised sharply to 1.2 lakh crore for the first half of the new financial year. This limit is set in consultation with the government. Last year the limit was set at 75000 crore for the first half and 35000 crore for the second half. In other major news the government has sharply lowered the interest rate that it offers on the small savings scheme as well as on the public provident fund the interest on the deposits in the small savings scheme has been cut by as much as 1.4 percentage points while the interest on the public provident fund has been cut to 7.1% from the earlier 7.9% The reduction follows the RBI Monetary Policy Committee's move to cut the policy rate to the lowest since 2004. Natural gas prices were cut by a steep 26% yesterday to their lowest rate since the pricing was made formula driven in 2014. It's a move that's likely to translate into lower CNG and piped cooking gas prices. Moving on, there's an interesting report on the website bloomberquin.com on a move that the government has made to stop export fraud under the goods and services tax regime. Do have a look at it when you have a chance. In more international news, the Federal Reserve in its latest response to strains caused by the ongoing pandemic has opened a temporary repurchase agreement facility for foreign central banks to support the smooth functioning of financial markets. The program will allow participants to temporarily exchange US treasuries for dollars 
which can then be made available to institutions in their jurisdictions. That's according to a Fed statement that was issued yesterday. In international markets, U.S. equity indices ended lower yesterday, with the Dow and the S&P 500 losing 1.8% and 1.6% respectively, and the Nasdaq ending lower by just under a percent. Equities in the Asia-Pacific region have started mixed, with two of the three early rises starting positive. The Nikkei 225 in Japan was lower by 1.4% last I checked. But the overall sentiment in the international markets seems to be more negative than positive, with US equity futures indicating more declines to come. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Agam, how are we looking today? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. We're looking at a tentative start for Indian markets this morning as Asia has begun the day a tad lower and the SGX Nifty futures are trading with marginal cuts. We start with Kotak Mahindra Bank, which in a con call held yesterday, said that if the lockdown extends for three months, it will lead to higher slippages and significant problems will emerge on the recovery front. The bank has not seen flight of government deposits, but also that such deposits form a very small part of the bank's overall deposit base. The bank has also seen an increase of deposits from the Yes Bank moratorium. To give you some specifics about the natural gas price cuts that Alex just alluded to, ONGC, Oil India and all the major city gas distribution companies like IGL, MGL and Gujarat Gas will be in focus as India cuts gas prices by 26% to $2.39 per MMBTU beginning 1st April. The new price is the lowest since the government introduced a formula-based pricing in November 2014 and prices are below the BQ survey which indicated prices to be around $2.48. Lower gas prices is a negative for producers like ONGC and Oil India. Moving on, we have Adani Enterprises which has received a letter of award from NHAI for the Madhya Pradesh road project for a bid of 867 odd crores. SpiceJet has implemented pay cuts for its employees, and starting with CMD Ajay Singh, who will take a 30% pay cut and other employees based on brackets to face 10-30% to 30% pay cut across top and middle rung levels. GM Breweries has received a license to manufacture hand sanitizers from the Food and Drugs Administration of Maharashtra State and this will be valid from 31st March till June 30th. Jubilant Life Sciences has received an EIR with a voluntary action initiated status from the US FDA for its solid dosage facility at Salisbury, Maryland, USA. The inspection stands successfully closed. And coming down to a handful of key bulk deals, we have India Bulls Housing Finance, where promoter Samir Gehloth has acquired another 0.57% stake in the company at 96.3 per share. And Ward Ferry Group has acquired 1.8% stake in MCX from Eastbridge Capital Master Fund at 1,066 rupees per share. And finally, Suprajit Engineering, where HDFC Mutual Fund has acquired 2.14% stake in the company for about 113.5 rupees per share.
Now, these are just some of the stocks that we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQueen.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and stay safe. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you could listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.